Hey, welcome back, everybody. After a week off for the bye week, we needed one. Rest the batteries recharged. We are back, and I am Charlie Witkowski. I am without my best friend and co-host, Nick Veronica, this week, as he is out in the great lands of London exploring stuff over the pond. But I'm here with our friend, friend of the podcast, our good friend, Hansel Hansen. Hansel, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. Yeah, it's been a while since we spoke. I mean, I think we spoke well before the season started. So yeah. uh, different circumstances now, right? Like the Bills are five and one coming off their bye. <laughs> so at least we have tangible things to discuss this time. So excited to be here, though. It's an exciting time, I feel like, right now to be a Bills fan. I mean, I feel like we said that last year, too. But, you know, they're just on a roll right now. Yeah, I, I mean, they're, they're absolutely dominating. Like you take out that Dolphins game, right? That was a weird game. The weather was odd, you know. They didn't. They kind of made a bunch of goofs here and there, but they played real teams and they played really good football. I mean, they had the highest what point differential in the league by like thirty five points or something. Yeah, with a game in hand. Uh, yeah, this is this might be the best Bills team I've ever. It is the best Bills team I've ever seen. So, I I mean, let's be honest. I think it's the best Bills team you know our parents have ever seen as well. Like this is yeah. you, you have Josh Allen playing beyond beyond an MVP level. I feel like at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, if not, you know, dare I say best player slash quarterback in the entire league right now. And he looks like it. Yeah, uh, I tweeted this out actually. Uh, which is an insane number in 39 net yards. So he's by what, 35 yards or 25 yards ahead of the, the record right now. Um, I know it's only six weeks in, but he's playing just phenomenal football right now. He really is. He really is. And, you know, and, and let's talk about that a little bit. So obviously we missed last week with the bye week. Uh, Nick did his own show the week before for the Chiefs game, brought up some really good points, brought up a little bit of, of comments and concerns and all that stuff with the Chiefs game. Um, I mean, what, what were your thoughts coming out of that Kansas City game? I thought Buffalo looked really well. They moved the ball well. Defense played pretty good at times when they had to step up. I will say the one negative on my side, was I felt like Teron Johnson did not have a great football game. I felt like I heard his name a lot throughout the day, but he came up with a big interception when it mattered at the end. Yeah, um, I I kind of agree with that, right? Teron, he seemed to have some struggles early, like the crossing routes the Chiefs were running kind of exposed him at points. But, you know, I, I think that that, you know, with the Bills defense in particular, like they play that zone heavy defense, though they played a lot of man this week. I think they played mm -hmm. like 57% man or something. Um, Teron did struggle early on, but at the end of the day, he made the biggest play of the game. The one thing I'll say is like going into that Chiefs game, um, I, I obviously wanted to win, wanted the Bills to win, mm -hmm. but I wasn't on the boat of like, if we lose the season's over, I was more, no. if we win, it gives us a huge leg up on gaining home field advantage for the first time, basically in the playoffs against the Chiefs. So that was my main concern going in the game, leaving it. It doesn't really change my... I guess, perception of the season, I still expect the Bills to play the Chiefs in the playoffs, and that's the game that really matters to me. Yeah, obviously, I think that's the game that's going to matter. I got really tired of seeing the Chiefs fans on social media being like, oh, look at the Bills celebrating like they won a Super Bowl. Like, only Bills fans do that. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> did you not see Miami after week yeah. two? Like, or week three? Uh, excuse me, I'm pretty sure Miami was acting like they won the Super Bowl in week three. When they beat the Bills by by uh, you know a touchdown with their entire defense out hurt, but yeah. it's a story for another day. Um, look, in all honesty, I think that you know this team keeps playing the way they're playing. Josh Allen keeps playing the way he's playing. Devin Singletary got going a little bit in that game. I thought he looked really good. 
Um, you know, Stefan Diggs is Stefan Diggs, man. I mean, he's just a monster and Gabe Davis is still doing Gabe Davis things, you know, is he's, uh, um, I want to say he's like a cheat code, but man, he's a, he's a guy who, you know, you're going to get one or two deep passes to Gabe a day, uh, you know, a game. And, you know, his stat line may be three catches for 80 something yards and a touchdown. And his one catch was for 56 yards. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's a typical Gabe Davis stat line. Yeah, and he works so well with Stefan Diggs, right? Like, you have to essentially double Stefan Diggs. No single mm-hmm. person can cover him in the NFL. So when you have Gabe Davis forcing you to keep a safety deep, it just gives Stefan Diggs more, you know, room to roam underneath. And add into that Josh Allen's legs. Like, this defense or this offense is becoming essentially indefensible. Um, and that's with them getting slowly healthier and healthier. Like Dawson Knox hasn't been healthy. Uh, Gabe Davis yeah. hasn't been fully healthy and their slot guys haven't even really been healthy either. So I only expect the offense to get better, which is a crazy thing to say. You bring up Dawson Knox. How about that? I don't know what was better the throw or the catch oh. on that Dawson Knox play, like beautiful throw by Josh Allen. I was even, well, you know, I was watching the game with my wife, and she watches football with me every now and then. But you know, usually Sundays at one o'clock or Sundays during Bills games are her time to get caught up on all the housewife shows. Um, but you know, I'm sitting there watching the game with her, and they showed the replay of how close that ball was to getting, you know, tipped oh, at the goal yeah. line. And she's just like, "Oh my god!" I go, "Yeah, he's that good." <laughs> I didn't know what else to say, but I mean, yeah, like it's Josh Allen. Like what, what can't the guy do? And I think it was said best online on one of the shows, I think on ESPN or Fox or one of them, like, you know, you can ask Josh Allen to do everything that Patrick Mahomes can do, but you can't ask Patrick Mahomes to do everything that Josh Allen can do. And he's not going 100%. to. I mean, no, when I've never seen Patrick Mahomes hurdle somebody, like that's, I don't think that's in, <laughs> in his, yeah. I don't think that's in his arsenal. I, look, like, I think this has been a debate on Twitter uh, for the, since the chiefs game, like who's better Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. I'm in the boat mm-hmm. of you can tell me either one's better and I'll listen to you. Like I'll listen to mm-hmm. the argument. The one thing that's really odd, like chiefs fans have kind of harped on. They're like, well, Patrick Mahomes has an MVP. He has a super bowl. Like, yes, I a hundred percent understand that. Patrick Mahomes' legacy, without a doubt, is better up to this point in time. That doesn't mean that we can't have a debate who's the better quarterback right now. And in my opinion, it's Josh Allen over Mahomes. But again, I think we're splitting hairs even with that. Like, it's so close. Like, it's Josh Allen. It's Mahomes. It's one of those two. And then the next 50 quarterbacks in the NFL are miles and miles behind both of them. Yeah, you know, I think people wanted to put Joe Burrow in that conversation to start the year. And, you know, I haven't been that impressed with Burrow. And, I, I you know, he's starting to come around, but he's still not there yet. And, you know, I think that, uh, you know, Joe Burrow is going to be a good quarterback in this league for a long time. Like, there's no doubt about it. But he'll never be on that Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, uh, Josh Allen uh, path, I guess you could say. And, and then, you, you know, you talk about the Brady – um manning rivalry i mean that's almost what this is you have one player who always gets the better of the other one in the games that it matters and that's brady who was over over manning until finally one day manning got that better of him went to the super bowl and won and you know maybe maybe that's what buffalo needs they need that one day that they just are better than patrick mahomes and it's going to be a hopefully a home game in january or home game you know in early february that that seals the deal for them yeah, and and the Chiefs have never played or under Patrick Mahomes have not played in a away playoff game, right? Um, which is an absolutely astounding statistic. So 
bring Patrick Mahomes to Buffalo for his first ever away playoff game to play in front of that crowd God, with man. that team, I, I think he might have a couple issues. And I will say last year, like, uh, you know, people debate who was better in that Chiefs-Bills game. And going back to what I said before, like, you could tell me either is better in the Bills-Chiefs mm-hmm. game from the playoffs, and, I, and I'll listen to you. But the one thing people tend to ignore is, like, Josh did that at Arrowhead. Right. Like, Mahomes had the home crowd. Josh did not. Like, that's a huge factor. And I know the Chiefs fans love to say, like, oh, the Bills had the better defense than we had. I don't even know if that's necessarily true. Like, as soon as Trey White went down, things kind of slowly starting falling apart. We just played bad quarterbacks. Right. Meanwhile, the Chiefs defense was playing at its peak, basically going into the playoffs. So I think that that's a more narrow margin than people bring up. And then on top of that, like that home field advantage is meaningful. And, and that's why I think the Bills looked at that game and said, if we can win this, we actually have a better chance down the line. But we know that this is just one game on a journey to a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, look, I think at the end of the day, you know, you want to compare this game to anything. I mean, th- this is the game that is going to be a big factor come January, you know, at playoff time. I mean, this yeah. is the difference between a first or second seed, a home field advantage, and having that buy to get your team healthy, get, go going on the Super Bowl run. And now, look, I don't know about you, but I look at this Bills team and I look at this schedule. Mm. I don't know if I see them losing another game the entire year. Maybe, maybe week 18, if they play all their backups <laughs> and you know, whatever against new England, but I don't see them losing another football game all season. You know, I, look, Minnesota has got a good team and that may be their toughest game. And I'm not sold on the jets yet. They haven't really done anything. Now their best offensive players out for the year. I'm not sold on what they're doing with Zach Wilson. I'm not sold on Miami and Tua. Show me a game where Buffalo might lose. I don't see it. Yeah, I so I do a I, I write a matchup preview every single week. Um, I write it for Cover One, and at the end of it, I provide a prediction, which is win loss prediction as well as a score prediction. Um, thus far this season, I picked the Bills to win every single game, meaning I'm five and one. Um, you know, on the line or on on the uh, just heads head to head. I got eleven games to go. I'm not going to pick the Bills to lose another game. Unless something catastrophic happens, there's yeah. no reason for me to pick against the Bills the remainder of the season. Like you said, the Vikings are a good team. Like I, 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 I'm not going to debate that they're a, they're a bad team. I think they're a good team. They're not on the Bills level. Like no, it's the Bills and the Chiefs. To me, Bills Chiefs is one two in the NFL, and then maybe you put the Eagles at three, um, nipping at the heels of the Chiefs or something. But the Bills and Chiefs, to me, again, because their quarterbacks are so much better than every quarterback in the league. I really just think they're the class of the NFL right now, and it's going to come down to which one of them makes it out of the AFC as the, the feasible Super Bowl champ. Well, let's talk about that. So mm-hmm. Chiefs went out today and made a move to bring in Kadarius Tony. Now, now Kadarius Tony, um, now he is a guy who you know kind of fits into that Chiefs offense, right? He's another guy who just has blazing speed and can move you know fast and is quick off the line, right? Like that seems to be the Chiefs defense he's he's to me going to be that Tyreek Hill piece that they lost right like Mm -hmm. that's probably their plan to use him in that offense now look good player University of Florida first round pick you know like him a lot think they overpaid for him for a guy who's played 12 games and has no touchdowns yep but that's just my opinion um what do you see how does that trade affect what the rest of the season may look like for Kansas City and and 
what that may look like come January if it's Buffalo and Kansas City and NFC Championship game at Highmark Stadium. Yeah, I, I mean, I think essentially Kansas City's looking at it as like trying to find that diamond in the rough. So out of the draft, and I don't know much about him, but I remember people speaking about him, Justin Ross. They picked him up as an undrafted free agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's out of Clemson, and he has injury problems. Mm-hmm. And what people said is if he wasn't injured, he would have been a top-five pick in the NFL draft. Um, he The Chiefs are essentially betting on if he's healthy, we found this incredible wide receiver for free. Right. I think they're trying to do a similar thing with Kadarius Tony. If he can stay healthy, if he can stay on the field – he has talent. Like he has freakish talent. It, like I did see his combine tape and just the way he moves is, is silly. Like he has silly. Oh my movement. gosh. Yeah. So they could be significantly better with Kadarius Tony. But the one thing I will say is like, they have a lot of, um, I don't know. They have a lot of wide receiver twos. They don't have a one. I mean, Travis Kelsey is an absolute stud tight end. I'd take Travis Kelsey on my team any day, but I do think they are missing that kind of wide receiver one style Stefan Diggs like player and they're not going to find him so they're going for players like Kadarius Tony hoping they can hit on somebody like that come playoff time do I think it'll have a major impact in the game not really I think the the you know the Chiefs are going to get better with Tony I think assuming he can put it, be on the field but the Bills also were going to get Trey White back so I think if anything the Bills are going to get better than the Chiefs are going to get better if everything stays the same right now yeah I mean absolutely I think you know and I think we see Trey White next week against the Jets mm-hmm. I mean the game against Minnesota is going to be a big game for the defensive backs, especially with Justin Jefferson coming in. Yep. Um, so I think you give him a game next week. That's kind of like his preseason game. Let him get back against the jets and just kind of see what he can do. And then, you know, you plug him in there against in that game and against, uh, um, um, against Minnesota and see, yep. see where he goes from there. Right. So look, I agree with you. I think the bills are going to get better with Trey white back. And I think they've played, you know, pretty well without him. I don't want to say that, they don't need him because, you know, those type of players don't come around often that you could just be like, oh, yeah, no, we don't need this all <laughs> pro defensive back. Right. Because eventually your team's going to become exposed. And, you know, you saw a little bit of that against Miami when you did not have anyone back there who could be, I guess you say the quote unquote veteran. Right. No, yep. no hide, no Poyer. You know, they gave you kind of a look at what you're defense could look like if if they all got beat up and Trey White coming back is going to be huge I'll I'm going to love to see how that game looks and how they use Kadarius Tony because I was a big fan of him at the University of Florida so okay. I, I you know he was a guy that I was kind of pounding the table for Buffalo to go out and make a move for um in the offseason you know I think he would be a step up above what they get from Isaiah McKenzie and yeah, he would be sure. and he would be an amazing guy to plug in as your uh, you know, your slot guy, wide receiver, three guy, whatever you want to be. And he's adds blazing speed to this offense. That doesn't really have a lot of speed, but with that said, I will be curious to see how Andy Reed and that offense decides to use a guy like Tony. I feel like we see a lot of, um, you know, Tyreek Hill esque mm-hmm. type of ways to use him. Yeah. And, and, if he's going to work anywhere, it's going to be Kansas City, right? Like mm-hmm. you have one of the best quarterbacks in the world. You have maybe the best offensive mind of the past, what, 20 years now in the NFL. Like if Kadarius Tony can't kind of stick there, like then his career is going to be all but over. I mean, I'm sure he'll get some, you know, spot play here and there if he doesn't work out in Kansas City. But uh, I mean, he's got to work there. And I, I think he will make some plays this season. Like I don't think 
he's going to be a nothing for the rest of you know the mm-hmm. year. I think you're going to see his name flash a couple times. Oh, I think so too. I think you know, especially if when he gets his first touchdown, you're not going to hear the end of it. No, um, no. you know, let's let's be honest. You're going to hear a lot of conversation from people. Oh, could you hear Tony got his first touchdown on Patrick Mahomes? Well, that's great. I've already seen Chiefs fans trying to compare him to uh, you know. Moss and 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 Brady and I'm like it's definitely not even the same. So don't you have that already with Kelsey and Mahomes? Like just stop, right? Oh, Moss and Brady. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think there's m- many people like Randy Moss in the history of the NFL. And Kadarius Tony is not Randy Moss. No, absolutely not, absolutely not. But you know, we're, we're we're talking good quarterbacks with Patrick Mahomes. Let's talk about the other great quarterback that's coming in town this week, and that's Aaron Rodgers on Sunday Night Football. Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, man. Green Bay just looks bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like really bad. bad. Yeah. Yes. And, and look, I'll be the, I'll be the one to say it. I put a lot of the blame on Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. This team looks bad because Aaron Rodgers has not played like Aaron Rodgers and, and him. And you know, you could throw Brady in that bunch too, but he just looks like he just does not want to be there. He would much rather be out hosting jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. You know, or 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 smoking his whatever the heck he was smoking, <laughs> you know, in the off season and and having his trippy little dreams and stuff. But he doesn't look like he wants to be on that football field, and it's showing and it's reflected on the whole team. Now I think they have a good defense, yeah, but I don't think their defense can outduel a Josh Allen offense. No, but what no. are your thoughts for Sunday? Yeah, I mean, starting with like Aaron Rodgers. So coming into the season, like the way I power ranked the quarterbacks was I had Aaron Rodgers one, uh, Patrick Mahomes two, Josh Allen three. And the reason I did that was simply I, me personally, I think Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen in my life. He's coming off back-to-back MVPs. How could I possibly bet against Aaron Rodgers? Mm-hmm. Well, he's looked awful this year. Like for his standards, he's looked legitimately awful. And mm-hmm. he falls in this same camp as uh, Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, like all the old guys, all the slightly older guys are struggling mightily this year. I don't know how that's possible. It can't be that every single old quarterback fell off the face of the earth at the same exact time. And now we're just switching real quick to the new young guys. Like it's really weird to see, but yeah, I I'm with you. Aaron Rodgers deserves the brunt of the blame. He doesn't have great receivers. His offensive line is struggling, but at the same time, you're Aaron freaking Rodgers. Like Mm -hmm. at some point in time, you have to be able to elevate the players around you, which he's done his entire career. And he's just not elevating people anymore. And, and I see that and I start to think maybe this is the end of Aaron Rodgers. And now he's got to come to Buffalo where he thinks that this is the perfect opportunity for him. Apparently I'd be a little bit wary if I was a Packers fan right now, thinking that Aaron Rodgers is going to turn it around against this defense. I mean, I think he made the comment. I don't know if you heard his post-game comments uh, mm-hmm. after their loss to the commanders last week, but he's like, yeah, you know, we got to go into Buffalo and, you know, man, and no one's going to, you know, have any faith in us. Everyone's going to pick us to lose. And maybe that's just what we need. And I'm like, pretty much saying like your team just needs an ass whooping. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, that's not the Aaron Rodgers that I remember hearing it like from. And 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 my favorite part about the Bills bye weeks or when the Bills play Monday nights or Thursday nights is you know, Sundays I always like to watch, you know, a plethora of games. I got the Octobox going on on one screen. I got four games going on my Sunday ticket on the other screen, and um, you know, just enjoying watching football. Then I watched the Packers Commanders game uh this week. 
And man, there was a number of times that Patrick Mahomes, or I'm sorry, that, that Aaron Rodgers just made the wrong, I want to say made the wrong read. Like he had yep. a play with Sammy Watkins breaking out, and all he had to do was an easy lob pass that we've seen, you know, Josh Allen and many other quarterbacks doing this league and Aaron Rodgers in years past do for many, many years. And he just dumped it down to the running back and that was it. He has no faith in his receivers. No. And that was against the commanders too. Like (laughs) the commanders defense doesn't hold a candle to the bills defense. And Mm -hmm. we're talking about this defense sans um, Trey white and also Mm -hmm. a defense that's been fairly banged up for the first six games and has still been dominant. Now they're completely healthy. Like, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't trust his wide receivers, and now today it just got announced Alan Lazard probably not playing. So now you lose Alan Lazard. Like I look at their healthy wide receivers and I'm like, he's one, he's not going to trust any of them. Two, mm-hmm. I don't think any of them have the ability to win one-on-one. And then three, there's also a chance David Bakhtiari and Elkton Jenkins, his his both his left uh, side of the line, both of them might not play. If you lose your left, your blind side mm-hmm. offensive line, you lose your number one wide receiver, like Aaron Rodgers is going to have to play basically his best game he's probably played in the past five seasons, individual game, if he, they're going to have any chance of keeping up with Josh Allen and the offense that the Bills are going to spit out uh, Sunday night. Dude, he – we may see Jordan Love, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 I mean, the way things are going, right, like that's how I feel. Like we may end up seeing a Jordan Love – game and look i mean aaron Rodgers is on the injury report as well he's currently mm-hmm. you know he did not practice wednesday he was limited today with the right thumb i'm sure he'll be full go tomorrow no problem um but i mean you want to talk about a team that's banged up i mean bakhtiari's banged up they got you know their outside linebacker and rashawn Gary who's banged up who you know did not practice and was limited with a concussion um you know, you still got Sammy Watkins, who's hamstring that's been hurting him for years, is still bothering him. Uh, Christian Watson yep. has been limited. Like, I mean, this is just a football team that is, you know, banged up on the offense side of the ball and already not having an offense that is really able to do anything. So I'm, I'm curious to see where this team, you know, how, how does this team look? And, and my favorite part that I heard, I don't know if you listen to the Pat McAfee show or not, but you know, he gets on Aaron Rodgers is on every week and he gets on this week and goes, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills, they got, you know, good offense, good defense. They got Jake Kumaro. And I'm like, man, this is a guy who's oh, yeah. still bitter <laughs> about cutting Jake Kumaro three years ago. Like, un- look, you want him, I'll give him to you. Give me, you know, give me a third round pick. I'll give you Jake Kumaro any day. And and this is a, you know, he's, Jake Kumaro's a good player. He's not. Um, I wonder if I have to I agree, like. If I'm Brandon Bean, I I have to. I really want to know has Brandon Bean called the the uh, Packers the past couple of years and been like, "Hey, I got Jake Kumaro. Give me a third. Just give me a third right. round." Right. I don't care. Give, make, give me a third round pick Kumaro next back. year. Like, do that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It. It. I mean, and it's tough, man, because <laughs> you don't use Kumaro a lot. I mean, he's a good special teams guy, you know, and he's he's used well on special teams. Um, and every now and then, you know, he mm-hmm. plays in the receiver package, but I just think there's too many better receivers ahead of him to really use him the way you want to use him. You have a team that's you, you have a quarterback on another team that's just dying to get him back. I'll give him back to you. I mean, the Packers aren't a team that I got to worry about seeing in February. So sure, you want Jay Kumro. Jay Kumro's not going to make that team 
a, a much better team. But we also know how much this coaching staff and Brandon Bean as GM love guys who can play, play special teams. All right. All right. Look, I, I don't know why you just don't try to make that move, right? Like, take a third-round pick for Jay Kumaro any day. I would be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure Brandon Bean would be fine with it too, especially seeing as though the Bills have played well enough without Kumaro um, kind of on special teams. I, that'd be an interesting move to happen at the deadline. Um, one I think Bills fans would kind of applaud and would make Aaron Rodgers happy, at least for the remainder of the season. You know, I was joking around with my neighbor across the street. He's a Clemson grad and, you know, loves Sammy Watkins because he went to Clemson. And, you know, Sammy Watkins actually grew up in the town that I, I'm from. Uh, my high school played him multiple years in college in, in football. Uh, and he, his team pretty much dominated us. I mean, mm. a really, really good football team. And he was part of the big reason why they were so good and, you know, dominant in high school, dominant in college, not so dominant in the NFL, but I was joking around with him and I'm like, yeah, man, it's uh Sammy Watkins revenge game week. And he's like, no way. I'm like, dude, there's, first of all, I agree. There's no oh, way that Sammy Watkins comes out and puts up, 150 yards and like three touchdowns and like wins the game gets carried off the shoulders by Aaron, but gets carried <laughs> off on Aaron Rodgers' shoulders. <laughs> did, did you see I mean, coming into this game things. earlier? Yeah. Did you see this week that uh, Sammy said that his team is the Bills? Like that's his favorite team. He considers himself still yeah. a Buffalo Bill. That that was weird. Yeah. Weird to me, especially the way he kind of left Buffalo. Like he had some weird issues when he with the fans. When, I, I don't know. Look, I mean, I understood why they did it. You know, you're coming in, new coaching staff, new GM. You're trying to start a new foundation and start a new a, a new look for your football team, and you kind of want guys that want to be there. And Sammy was kind of that guy like, yeah, did and didn't. I thought he had a really good rookie year and thought he got screwed a little bit by Rex Ryan. And, you know, I, I thought that he had some legs on this team to go forward. I don't want to say necessarily be that number one receiver, but the trade to – um uh the rams i don't think really helped him any you know what i mean i felt like that trade just kind of slowed his career down for the most part and and just kind of threw his career off course yeah i mean he had the issues with the injuries and then you couple that with kind of probably the mental angst that comes with being traded from the team that i guess you wanted to be on um I think that probably derailed his career. It, maybe if he was drafted by a different team to kind of start, he would have had a better one. But to this point, it's been a mediocre. Absolutely. It's just been a, a roller coaster, uh, you know, career for him. And, um, you know, I, I'm hoping for his sake, you, you know, I, I don't mind seeing him out there against Buffalo. I want to see what he can do and how he plays and, you know, how he looks. He, he's, he's looked okay when he can stay healthy through his career, right? For the most part. Um, you know, but I don't think he ever turned into that number one receiver that I thought that I thought, I think a lot of other, you know, fans across this league thought that he would be. So Hondo, real quick, before we go for the week, man, what, uh, anything else for this Sunday that you want to chat about and, you know, and give me your score prediction for this week. You know, just it's, what are the bills at? I think 12 point favorites right now, um, which is a massive, massive line. It's absolutely massive line i'm gonna take the over on that like i got the bills i think i had them at 35 17 buffalo i just think the bills offense is too good to be contained by the packers defense and the packers offense is just struggling too much to kind of put up consistent points against 
I think so. I would agree with you on that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I agree with you on that. I think, you know, the bills win and I don't think it's going to be much of a game. I think you're kind of looking at that, you know, Steelers game all over, all over again, uh, Sunday night football, you know, you, you know, it as well as I do, man, that, that, that crowd gets mm. turned to another level for primetime football games. And, and a Sunday night football game is, 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 is the biggest, you know, outside of Monday night. Right. So, I think this is going to be a game that Buffalo just comes out. You know, they may even throw, throw up 50. Now, I'm not going to predict them right now to, to throw up 50 because, you know, you you may be up 35 at halftime and, you know, out at halftime here comes, uh, you know, your, your backup quarterback and backup receivers and, you know, throw everyone else in there, right? Preseason game all over again. Um, <laughs> but I think they win fairly easy. You know, I think it's I, – I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be, you know – 35 to 17, 35, 20, maybe. Um, I really don't think there's going to be much of a game. And I, I, I think if, if Green Bay gets any number of points into the double digits, you're not going to see it till the fourth quarter when the back, when the backups are in the game and, you know, and you got your starters all, all out. So, um, you know, I, I, I think this would be a nice game to kind of sit back on the couch and, you know, eat some popcorn, drink a couple beers and just kind of relax for the night. So I'm, I'm hoping, God, I'm hoping I'm, I'm not wrong about that. <laughs> I, I'm going to try to do the same thing, but it's very difficult for me to relax during Bill's games. Oh, dude, me too. I think last year, two years ago, and, and rightfully so, right? The first playoff game, uh, well, second playoff game, because I was at the first one in Jacksonville, but the first one at home against Indianapolis, you know, that game's coming down to the wire. You know, one of my favorite quarterbacks that ever played the game in Phillip Rivers is on the other side. And, and I had my iWatch, my, my Apple Watch on, and I think my resting heart rate for that game was like 170 or something. It kept popping up as, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I probably need to sit down. And I'm like, I can't sit down. I'm too amped. My wife goes, you need, you're going to have a heart attack. I'm like, I'm just, all I'm doing is standing here. I'm not even yelling at the TV. I'm not doing anything. The ball hasn't even kicked off yet. I mean, my that's what's just racing. That, that's what beer sport calms the nerves. It calms the nerves. Exactly. 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 Well, Hansel, man, I appreciate you joining us, man. As always, uh, give yourself a shout out. Tell everyone where to find you. Tell everyone where to, where to play the game hurdle. I've been playing the last couple of days, and man, you have stumped me the last couple of days. I have struggled. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you can find me on Twitter at Uber Hansen. I tweet a lot, uh, probably more than most people actually would like. Um, you can also find me writing posts for cover on the cover one network at cover. One. Uh, and then hurdle, which Charlie referenced, you can find ish.com. Um, it's a, it's the bills wordle. Uh, so I'm trying to keep that going as long as I can, but kind of find some new words here and there for that, that game right now. Yeah, man, you're, you're, you're killing me right now. So you know, keep it going as long as you can, but I have, I have definitely struggled the last couple of days, but Hansel, man, I appreciate you coming out with us. Appreciate you taking the time. Appreciate you talking about uh, some green Bay and, and Kansas city and all that good stuff with us. And, you know, we look forward to having you on again soon. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, man. Thanks buddy. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. We'll, um, it could have been some issues on my side. I don't know if my Wi-Fi was acting no, up. That's it- usually the issue. It, it was mine, I think. I, my Whenever you watch Amazon in my house, it messes mm. with things. And my wife's watching Amazon football in the other room. So I'm thinking that's what's going on right now. That could be it. That could be it. Yeah, yeah I had the, the hockey game going in the other room. And usually Hulu messes up my 
my internet, but it, it, unless my wife shut the game off, she might have just went upstairs shut the game off. But um, it wasn't much of a game to watch anyway. They lost again. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not looking great now. Now they look great to start the year. Not so yeah, much four, now. What four and two to or four and one to start now two and yeah, row. and I lost them two in a row. But we'll see what happens. But um, but yeah, man, if you uh, you know, we'll we'll let you know. We'll definitely get you back on. We enjoy having you on. So uh, you know, anything you need from us, let us know. We'll do, yeah. And anytime you need me, I'm happy to come on. I'll have better internet next time. <laughs> no sweat, man. I appreciate it. All right. See ya. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate our good pal uh, Hanzo hopping on with us uh, tonight. Um, talking some Kansas City, talking some Kadarius Tony, talking about that big move that they uh, that the Kansas City Chiefs made to try to keep up, I think, with the Buffalo Bills. And I'll be curious to see how that works for them. Like I said, I feel like they're going to use him in more of that Tyreek Hill role that they feel like they've lost since he's gone uh, to Miami. And, and you know, they, you, you can't say anything wrong, bad about that, because I feel like, you know, Tyreek Hill has played some good football in Miami for the most part. And um, Canary Stone is a, a hell of a receiver. Be curious to see how, how he's going to be used and if he's going to be used the right way in Kansas City. But knowing Andy Reid and that offense that he likes to run, you know, there's really not a, a wrong way that he could use them now in that offense. I do agree with Hansel. I feel like he's going to be that, you know, they want him to be that number one guy. Um, but he obviously wasn't. And, and that, I don't think he's going to be a number one receiver. I don't think he's going to be that Tyreek Hill you know, full Tyreek Hill receiver, but, you know, they'll use him in certain spots. Um, with that said, I, you know, I want to talk a little bit of hockey, man. I mean, look, the 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 Buffalo Sabres, and, you know, we talk hockey today because Nick is not on, and we all know how much Nick hates talking hockey. But, you know, the Sabres look good. I thought they went out west. They played some really, really good hockey out there out west and um, came back and – had did not look good tonight. I felt like the offense has kind of gone quiet. Um, offense kind of went quiet against Seattle and, you know, it didn't look good. I think Eric Comrie has been a nice surprise, but this Sabres defense needs to figure out a way to stop allowing 40 plus shots a game. You know, you're going to tire your goalies out. You're going to tire out your, your defense and, and, and go from there. Uh, look, Rasmus Dahlin has been a pleasant surprise. I feel like he's finally becoming that player that Buffalo wanted him to be, you know, when they drafted him five years ago. And Dylan Cousins has looked really good. Um, you know, tonight especially, Dylan Cousins looked really good, kept his feet moving, grinding down into the corners, you know, playing really, really good hockey. My one negative that I would say on this hockey team is going to be Owen Power. You know, he's a guy that I've watched play you know, the last few games, and I see just a lot of standing around from him. He doesn't do much. He's not moving much. Um, you know, he's he, he does a lot of standing around. If he turns the puck over, he doesn't seem to know what to do. You know, tonight was a perfect example. There was a play that, you know, the puck jumped up, pop, popped up in the air off of Comrie's blocker. Um, power batted it away, batted it out to blue line, and then just stood there, didn't move. Puck gets passed over to the other point guy, shoot, score, game-winning goal. Um, you know, I, I feel like a guy being a number one pick and what everyone expected of him coming in, it's just not it. Not what I expected. I don't think what, you know, uh, you know, Bills fans or Sabres fans expected either. And, um, you know, I'll be curious to see if, if we see more 
of a change from him. I mean, look, I know he's only played a handful of, of NHL games. I get it. But I haven't been impressed with a guy who was your number one pick last year that, you know, many were saying could have came out and played right away. Um, we'll see. We'll see what, what, what the Sabres get out of him. But, again, Eric Comrie has been a pleasant surprise. You know, not saying he's the number one goalie of the future for the Sabres, but, man, he has been a very, very good pleasant surprise. And you're giving – you know, your, your, your old man and, 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 and Anderson, a little bit of a break to kind of, you know, take more time in between games and, and you don't need to play him every single night. So be curious to see what the Sabres can do when they bounce back in the next game. And I, I feel like, I still feel like Don Grau is the man. I still feel like the Sabres team has a, um, has, has an uphill or I'm sorry, an upward uh, trajectory. You know, I feel like they're finally starting to turn around, um, but we'll see the Sabres, now have a few days off. They don't play now till Saturday against the Blackhawks at seven, and then they have a, a game on Monday against the Red Wings uh, at home. So they got a little bit of homestand now. They got you know that Montreal tonight, Chicago, Detroit, and Pittsburgh all at home. Uh, you know we all know what to expect from Pittsburgh. That's gonna be a tough game no matter what. But anyway, I, everyone, I appreciate you guys turning in. Appreciate you taking a little bit more time with me tonight. Um, you know, again, appreciate Hansel uh, for joining us. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the underscore process pod. Follow our good friend on Twitter, Nick Veronica at Nick Veronica or on Facebook at by Nick Veronica. Um, you can also give our good old sponsor a call ethos performance rehab. If you are in pain, hurting sports injury, anything like that, give our friends at ethos performance rehab a call today. Um, you can follow my, me on Twitter at chow 68. Um, you know, appreciate everyone tuning in, listening to us, listening to me. We really appreciate it. Remember to like, follow, and subscribe from where to remember to like, follow, and subscribe. We'll do that again. Sorry, I've had two weeks off. I'm a little rusty. Like, follow, and subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, again, follow us on Twitter at the underscore process pod. Appreciate everyone tuning in. Go Bills. And most importantly, folks, remember to trust the process.